0: radio for a really great future
1: we're talking real money hi this is tom cock i love lists as much as the next guy well maybe not as much as my old pal paul merriman he is truly the list maker but i'm always interested when i read these lists of things that are either happening or going to happen or that you should have done and of course now the lists are dealing with your finances in the pandemic, right? Or in a recession. So I read with great interest when the Wall Street Journal had a new list that was entitled, The Biggest Financial Mistakes People Make in a Recession. The Biggest Mistakes Make in a Recession. And their top one was they don't spend their emergency fund yeah, if if you need the money, you should be spending it. And they say a lot of people simply cut back. They don't spend money, et cetera, et cetera. And I think that's a part of the equation always. But yeah, if you have an emergency fund and you should have three to six months saved, you should be spending that money. Another one they mentioned was ignoring your credit score, that that was a mistake. Well, sure, you always want to pay your bills on time if you can. But again, if you are lost your job, forced to retire and you can't, well, then you can't. And that wouldn't be as important as surviving, I don't think. Uh, this one, another one they mentioned, failing to take advantage of low interest rates. Yeah, this is a huge one. And you should be. If you have a home mortgage, probably a good idea to look at potentially refinancing that. Gosh, you can get fifty-year, 15-year, uh, pardon me, deals at a little over 2.5%. That really makes sense to me. Sure, absolutely. Take advantage of those low interest rates. But then they added one. They added many. The long list that said 75% of people who are planning to retire, failed to calculate how much money they need in retirement. 75%. Yeah, sounds like three quarters. That's a lot. And this is something they say is a mistake people make in a recession. And I'm going to argue with them here. This is a mistake I see people make every day, no matter the current state of the economy. And most of you age 50 or older should have a plan for retirement, should have an idea about how you're going to finance your non-working years. And we've certainly found out recently with voluntary layoffs, involuntary layoffs, that that day can come sooner, sooner than you think. And why is this? Well, for most people, retirement is sort of out of sight, out of mind. Don't have to worry about it today worry about it in the future. Or they tell us often, I'm just going to work till I drop. I'll work until I fall down. And that's not a very good idea because oftentimes you can't continue to work for a variety of reasons. Number three, oftentimes people tell us, well, things will work out. Yeah, they do work out, but things might not work out in the way you want them to. And (laughs) I still love this one. People just think, It's too much work. It's too big a deal to figure out my retirement. I'd rather spend the money figuring out the next vacation I get to take. Good luck with all of that. So this procrastination goes on. I've seen it in my family. My dear brother is a college educator, and he's thinking he may have to hang up his sheet music earlier than he thought. And so... We recently did his case didn't turn out as well as he'd hoped, but at least he's thinking about these things. He's thinking about, Hey, when might I take social security? Hey, how would I finance my lifestyle? Which is very inexpensive in the Midwest. So that was one nice thing to see, but really, shouldn't you over the age of 50 have a retirement plan or is it too much work? No, it's, it's not that much work. It really is not. I mean, there's pretty simple things that go into it. One would be spending. How much are you spending today? Really, how much are you spending? And I would look at the gross amount of income you have minus what you pay in taxes, minus what you're setting aside, everything else you're handing to others to live your life. And that's a number you should know anyway. But then you'd be looking at your income in retirement, could be Social Security, go online to set that up, could be a pension, certainly can look at that, and then the rest of it from your savings and I don't think it's unreasonable to run a general estimation of all that. All the money you have saved, take out 4 or 5% a year. Money's got to be invested and should be invested all the time. That's another thing my brother brought up. I'll wait till after the election to invest. No, your asset allocation is about you. It has nothing to do about recessions, elections, smoke, etc. I only bring up smoke because it's been hanging over our heads here in the Northwest for the last week or so. You need to have that plan. And let me just step back. Every investor should have that plan because I ran into a lot of people who said, well, I've been buying Tesla. And we just had a guy write us angrily. We told them not to buy Tesla. And we tell you not to buy any individual stocks, by the way. Yes, Tesla's gone to the moon. You owned it. Congratulations. I feel great for you. But if you came to me tomorrow, I'd still say don't buy individual stocks. Every investor should have a plan. If your money's in a mutual fund, here's how much I'm trying to make. Here's how much volatility I'm willing to accept. Anyone over the age of 50, you got to have a retirement plan. And you know, over the age of 50, you got to go see the doc for that colonoscopy. Generally, the retirement plan is, yeah, but not as unpleasant as the colonoscopy. And it might seem like a lot of trouble, but like the colonoscopy, you really gotta get up there and look around. I'm Tom Cock.
0: Talking real money. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That should keep the lawyers happy.